2: Time hosted by two girls, one ginger. We've been away for a while. I mean, we've been here, we've been recording episodes, but we've been away from each other for a little bit. It was in this a little studio. sad
3: period of my life. The yeah. last couple of weeks here,
2: a little depressing. It's kind of sad. It's yeah. great
3: to be back in this beautiful, brand new studio. It's it is a
2: delight, isn't it?
3: We can't seem to stop talking about. No, because we it's love so it. So surreal to come in here.
2: Listen, we've ta- we've spent a lot of uh, time hard work and money on this uh, nice little office and we hope that you're watching on Patreon because there is video. Yes. So if you haven't joined our Patreon yet, there's so many fun things going on over there including watching us fuck up in real time in video. Woo!
3: Come look at our faces.
2: <laughs> Come look at While our faces. All we fuck up and see the shame in our eyes ah, in real time. Yep. Watching how the sausage is made as we say. Totally. How are we feeling?
4: I'm feeling great. We've had a really good day so far. I have no complaints jared
3: honestly i'm feeling 100 today 100 yeah i have a spicy mango, mango cart. friend yes um not to really they're not paying me for this but it's one of my favorite drinks in the world so i'm happy no <laughs> golden
2: complaints. road spicy mango cart please sponsor us please yeah
3: golden road
4: we go to the brewery all the time
2: in glendale let us give us your money um <laughs> so today is February 2nd. We're finally out of January. Shit. What a yeah. fuck long ass month my gosh did you feel like january is long or short you just said that like it was like a blink a, 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 what's the th- a flash in a pan i still feel like eye. it's like about to be thanksgiving like i mm. wish we could go
4: back right before thanksgiving because it really is my favorite like couple of months for the whole year and yeah. i can't believe it's over i know we have to do a whole year before we do it again
2: uh, i just hate the beginning of the year me too
3: the holidays are like my favorite time of the year like the like november december yeah and um i feel like it goes by faster every year as i get older like I feel like it just... I didn't even get a chance to enjoy it last year. Totally. It just went so quick.
2: Well, we were... You were working. I was traveling. Yeah, we didn't really get a second. But it's like January drags so hard because it's like you're still in winter, but there's like nothing going on. And it's work sad. emails
4: don't really get responded back to in a timely manner. Everyone's still kind of on vacation. Like any anyone with in their power, minds, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're still out. People are on their like resorts. You know, like winter vacation. They're in but like Martha's Vineyard or wherever else. That would be. I feel like Martha's Vineyard is it's frozen summer. over. Yeah, but whatever. But I want to go. Anyways, it's February second. So okay. should we get into the dark day? We're yes. finally in February. Please. We're on the up and up. By the way, the time changes in like a month and then it doesn't change back ever, ever again. Yes. Until next year? No, until never.
3: Is what? that just for California or is that for... I think that's for the whole country.
2: Wait, they're changing it for everyone? Yes. What? Yeah. yeah so daylight because savings... it used to be for farmers.
3: It's spring forward forever.
2: we are spring... never going back. That means in December... It'll actually stay light out until like 6 instead of like 4.45. And this is like the
4: first groundbreaking year. Are you serious? Yeah. That's Allegedly. That's exciting news. Allegedly.
3: I, know. I get all my news from Jack. So <laughs> No, but they've been wrong, talking, talking about wrong. this for a
4: long time because a lot of this spring forward, backward thing was because of farmers but Mm.
2: then they don't even utilize it anymore no it's like not applicable anymore and time is a construct and not even real so we might as well have a little bit lighter of a day you know everything's a construct so anyways that is allegedly happening in like six weeks but today is february 2nd there's a dark day the day was dark as fuck oh no february 2nd 1847 the first Donner Party member dies during the group's journey through the Sierra Nevada Mountain Pass. Now, we talked about the Donner Party very briefly in one of our episodes involving cannibalism, and I think the main uh, like theme of the episode was about a plane that had crashed and the surviving people had resorted to cannibalism. We went to other cannibalism examples. Donner Party is like one of the, the main ones. But it's weird that Donner sounds like Dahmer. Yeah. That's it's very, weird, right? Oh, yes. Ooh, I didn't even think about the cannibalism the cannibalistic
3: aspect. cannibalistic tie. Bizarro. I didn't even, whoa,
2: okay, all mm-hmm. right. So if you don't know about the Donner Party, I'm going to give you kind of like a TLDR. I don't know that much. Okay, so um, this was a very disastrous trip west through the Oregon Trail. I don't know if they're actually on like the actual Oregon Trail during this time, but it was, you know, all the settlers were moving west and it ended up killing 42 people and turned many of their survivors into cannibals. So a total of 87 people joined up in the South Pass in Wyoming in October of 1846 to make a trip through the Sierra Nevada mountains to California, which by the way, I cannot believe people did this. (laughs)
3: it's a crazy drive honestly like with roads to do this with a
2: cart
4: over like the mountain range in the middle of the winter bears and coyotes
3: like hmm i wonder what's on the other side of this better keep going moose
2: it's not even that it's the weather like the weather's not great it's it's just fucking crazy that anybody i can't believe humanity is to the point it's at because i'd be like
4: no. But it was
2: Manifest Destiny.
4: They had to cross the whole they had to cross the whole continent.
2: They really did. So um they were all crossing and it this group was two large families. It was the Donards Donners and the Reeds, and they were at the heart of the traveling group with seven adults and sixteen children. There were a lot of children, including there was a few newborns, which I'm like, this is a risky mood Ooh, move yeah. traveling with newborns. They had only a book as the guide, and this led them through the mountain pass uh, south of modern day Salt Lake City. So these people, obviously, they, was there a map in the book or just words? I think of it was. I literally
3: <laughs> just like. Hey, I you know it's going to get this. really, really rough.
2: I don't have any pointers, but you got this. But no, I, I mean, I, I'm assuming there's maps because I feel like maps were invented before the 1800s, like to maybe get us to America in the first place. Um, <laughs> but what my research just said, they only had a book, so maybe it was just a riddle it was that they quest, had f-
3: directions, yeah. printed out.
2: Um, but the craziest part was, and I don't think I have this in uh, my outline for it right now, but during a point of the trail, there was supposedly this, uh, shortcut that happened. It was called like the Hartley shortcut or whoever the guy, it, wa- it wasn't that, but it was some but cool. If it is, it was some <laughs> guy's last name. And he was like, here's a shortcut to kind of get you through. Like you don't have to go That's through the mountain. Rochelle's ex-husband. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> not, sunset. it wasn't Justin Hartley, but like, maybe <laughs> one of his ancestors. <laughs> and it's also not that. Cause I just made that up, I but love it. it was some sort of a shortcut that, that, this guy had made up i don't trust it it ended That's up fair. nobody had traveled the shortcut before not even the guy that made it up so he was just guessing it was an alleged shortcut and it apparently ended up like adding all of this fucking like uh, like so many miles through treacherous land where they had to like hatch it down like brush and trees in the dead of winter anyways so i don't know if i think the donners went so through they that. ate
3: him first right he wasn't there. Oh, he locked out.
2: There was just like a sign that it's like, take the shortcut from Justin Hartley down the road. This guy was maybe Chrishell the first... signs off on this.
3: Chris- yes. The first documented prankster. Oh my
2: yeah. God. So um, they didn't really have a path to follow. So it took this group 16 days to go only 36 miles. So they're barely even fucking moving. Bummer. Eventually, they were forced to leave their wagons loaded with hundreds of pounds of flour and bacon and their cattle behind. They ended up getting completely trapped by snow. Obviously, the weather was horrible And they were forced to make camp for the winter near a small lake now known as Donner Lake. Like, thanks so much. Thank you. Northwest of Lake Tahoe. They were all starving. Um, A group of 15 adults known as the Forlorn Hope attempted to get to this place called Sutter's Fort near San Francisco, which was 100 miles away for help. About half the group died in the harsh harsh conditions and the others were forced to eat their fallen companion's remains to survive. So that is where the cannibalism started because they had nothing to eat. And I know some people refused because it was obviously literally like unimaginable. But some of them did. And news of uh, a few of them arrived at a Native American village. The news spread quickly. They had a a rescue party. But by the time the rescue was complete, nearly half of the Donner party, including the leader, his name was Georgie Boy,
3: was dead. Sorry. Mm. Can I get that name one more time? Georgie Boy? Georgie Boy. His name was George. Oh, I thought it was like written down that his name was Georgie Boy. I should have started
2: with his name was George, and then I nicknamed him Georgie Boy. That could be your child. (laughs) Georgie Boy. We're going
3: to have a little Georgie Boy. But it's a girl. Uh, Georgie Georgie is a great name for a girl. Georgie is a cute
2: girl name. Georgie Boy. So that is kind of the TLDR of the Donner Party. I mean, everybody, I think, remembers them as having to resort to cannibalism as a last chance of survival. But... Um, you know what the Donner Party did traverse is the Oregon Trail, and I thought we could have an Oregon Trail themed episode of Killing Time. Hell yeah! So we are gonna kind of dive into that for True Crime Rewind. But until then, we have got some bitching to do.
5: Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first
2: witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Okay, on the stand, bitches. Every day, every day, every week, we bring a person, place, or thing to the stand. We love it. We hate it. We talk about it. We vote on it. You vote on it on Instagram. And uh, we see if it's guilty or not guilty. I love this. Alexis, you said you had two possibly for this week. So I kind of want to see what yours is. Mine
4: is going to be highly controversial. I'm going to get a lot of mean responses, and (laughs) our this will turn into a thing. I love it. But I grew up... I was born on the West Coast, but I grew up on the East Coast. And what I've noticed is that East Coast, they pronounce Oregon like Oregon. Mm. And on the West Coast, and in Oregon, they pronounce it Oregon. (laughs) But I'll say as you know, the people on the East Coast, they were kind of there first. They named (laughs) all the other... I mean... My instinct is to believe the peep, the founders. The settlers. Yeah. To be because, fair, the people it, on the they, West
3: Coast are the people on the East Coast.
4: It, no, no. It took a long time to settle that land. Yes. But what were they calling Oregon or Oregon in New York when Oregon was being discovered is, I think, Oregon- People are going to be so mad about this. I can already anticipate because I've already been corrected so many times just in real life.
3: I've always called it Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> so I like found you're, out you're, just now I've you been do the sci
4: fi pronunciation. Yes, like you live on an alien planet. Yes. Oregon.
3: Oregon.
2: Oregon. Like <laughs> oregano. <laughs>
3: Truly,
4: the first time I heard Oregon, I was blown away because I've just, we called it Oregon. My teachers, my classmates, everyone in New York, we call it Oregon. Okay. And we call it. Nevada, not Nevada.
3: Oh, yeah. So you're wrong about both.
2: I guess um, it's just interesting but, but that but this the is two, my truth. It's interesting that the two places that you're that there's a discrepancy with pronunciation are so far from where you are. Yes.
3: See, that's where I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Well,
2: I
4: think jump New Yorkers and like people, like I think there's a pretentious aspect here where yeah. they're like, it's Oregon, not Oregon.
3: I feel like. But I'll give a shout out to the people of New York because I don't think there's I don't think that pretentious element really is actually there. You know what I mean? I think it's just like, well, it just like yeah, that's down. what it is. That's, that's what, what their we say, that's what it, it is. Yeah,
2: it's it just like it, it's an is it is what it is kind of a thing. It is well,
3: what it is. For
4: me, Oregon, Oregon on the stand, I say not guilty because we mean well. We don't know. We we, we still know we're talking about the same thing. Yeah,
3: like Oregon, yeah. Oregon,
4: Oregon. If
3: you're from Oregon, tomato tomatoes. No
4: Oregon and sci-fi language. Can't yes. we all be on the same Oregon. team? Oregon, you know, we know what we're talking
2: about. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna say, I guess not guilty.
3: I'm gonna say not guilty. I feel like pronunciation. Let's let it go. Let let people say things how they want. That's say right. It. You, know? you know.
2: Yeah, that's exactly. where I stand. Expression. Um. Okay. So on the stand for me. Um, this is something that the Donner party and like anybody crossing the Oregon trail probably had to do, I'm assuming just out of like desperation, but it's something in 2023. Like, I think that we have a choice to, you know, decide what we're going to do in the moment and that is wearing or not wearing, it's not wearing shoes in a situation that you should be wearing shoes. That requires shoes. They like, For example, I think this might have come from the Facebook group or maybe I saw it somewhere else. But the example was this person was at a buffet at their hotel and in the buffet, there was somebody in the buffet line barefoot. No. Um, in pajamas, just completely bare feet in the middle of a hotel, grabbing some scrambled eggs, and they were saying how unsanitary and gross this is. You know, I think the three of us are pretty disgusted by bare feet on planes at airports. Like, I don't need to see your feet anywhere, honestly, other than at the beach. What a about a walk? Pool?
3: What about Maybe. a walk down the hallway to get some ice no. at your hotel, shoes. barefoot? I don't do any of that shit without shoes. quick. It's a 20-second turnaround. It's no. a quick little, you know, you just tiptoe down the hallway no, and come no, no, on no. back.
2: I do, uh, you know, it it kind of depends if the hotel has carpet or hardwood floor. Because I feel like hardwood floor is not as bad, but, like, a carpet is pretty, like, yeah. repugnant. Yeah, and, like, they're not cleaning it.
3: I'm but, with that. I'm with that.
2: But, yeah, like, any... Unless you're at the beach or, like, at a pool... I don't think that there's any excuse for you to be shoeless somewhere. Okay. And again, like I said, like people on the Oregon Trail, you know, they probably lost some of their shoes and they had to be shoeless.
3: I, so, I've seen people go barefoot on what I would consider the grossest ground you could stand on. And that is a stage in any size venue, like yeah. club and smaller. Um,
2: well, you know who loves to do that is uh, Brandon Boyd. Yes, but he he like brings his own little rug. But
3: see, Incubus is big enough.
2: What he brings his own little rug. Oh, Oh, yeah, he has a rug. He has this whole thing. But he definitely goes barefoot. But I think he's staying on his
3: rug. Incubus is a badass band. Fuck yeah! And they're a big enough band where a lot of the stages that they're playing on are probably routinely clean. Yeah, and they're in like big, nice, cushy, like you know amphitheaters. Um, I've toured with so many guys that just roll out there, just no shoe, uh, just stepping all over that uh dingy little club stage i sweat all over that every single night i've seen people bleed on stage spit on stage Ew!
4: if you don't respect your feet you don't respect yourself (laughs) because like there's there's a lot of pressure points in there you just have to be really be on top of it yeah like acupressure like they say to put like onions in your socks if you're sick like your feet are Emotionally connected to you, and you should be on Onions with in that. the
3: socks. No, oh, it's
2: supposed right. to detox. I think it's like if you're sick, I can't ever do that. But I also, sooner die. I'm not putting an onion on my butt.
3: I'm doing like, it. I need it and, that. You,
2: and like having it, like, because I sweat when I sleep, like having it seep into my mattress. I am the sweatiest person that's ever existed. <laughs> if I
4: try to sleep with any fruit or vegetable, there's going to be mold in the
3: morning. <laughs> like, I don't
4: mean to be gross about it, but like anyone else at a comfortable temperature the whole night? I don't think so. I no. know I'm
2: speaking for all of you.
3: No. um,
2: Jared, Thera- especially I you. I couldn't relate to
3: something more. <laughs> I'm... I couldn't tell you how panicked I am for our wedding, and just thinking about possibly being sweaty. Oh, maybe I know. you should
2: ship like a portable air conditioner there. I'm gonna wear one <gasps> of those neck Wait, fans. You know what? I was told recently when I was getting my my lasers done. If you get Botox, you could just get Botox right here on the top. Like it wouldn't so affect anything, it's and it's
3: gonna co- come out somewhere else. It's but like plugging it holes in a dam. Well, at least yeah. it wouldn't come out your forehead. It could yeah. come out like on your neck. What if it starts coming out of my eyeballs? But you're That's worried fine. about it on your forehead. You're going to be
4: crying that day anyway. Yeah. I will be. It crying. will be coming out of your eyeballs. We're talking about Jack and Jared's wedding.
3: Anyway, sorry. Like I he's didn't mean be to weeping. I, I didn't mean to pivot, but I'm pivot. just saying. Pivot. Sorry, I didn't mean to pivot. Oregon. friends. Oregon. 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 <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Feet. Feet. Yeah, I so. don't know. Feet are, feet are pretty disgusting. And not to mention the other thing with like going barefoot in a public place is like you're going to leave and then other people are going to traverse that area. It's just, it's. And if you have like an, I
4: just disgusting sweat, you're, you're, I just, who uh, Exanguinating. Then you don't want anyone else <laughs> to
2: have that. Exanguinating. <laughs>
4: Exanguinating is the worst word. Somebody, I literally have never heard
2: of. Is that, that word a real life. word? Exanguinating.
3: Are you sure? In, it's like bleeding
2: bleeding out. Are you sure? Yeah. Exanguinate. Holy We're shit. We're going to look that up. Um, I also think the type. you know, if you're the type of person that's going to go barefoot at all these public areas that are, like, really gross, you're also going to be the type of person that doesn't wash your feet when you come home. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be tracking in all of that nasty, nasty shit. Hey,
4: real quick. Exanguinate. <laughs> Verb. Medicine. Drain a person, animal, or organ. Drain it. Me- <laughs> Urgen? Brain, a person, animal, or organ—not to be confused with Oregon—of <laughs> blood. Corroded and jugular vessels were cut to
2: exanguinate the heart.
3: Exanguinate. Wow, that
2: is a word I've literally never heard of in exanguinate. my life.
3: Wrinkle added to brain. Wrinkle
2: brain. Boop. 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 Okay, so uh, barefoot in public is guilty. I guilty. Think oh my right. god! To the to the execution chamber. Yes,
3: Jared. I'm also going to follow suit with the public offense um thought process here and I'm gonna go with people who um, and I came up with this myself Alexis did not just give me this idea <laughs> people who try to enter a public vessel whether it be a subway or an elevator before they let people get off mm. people who do the uh, <laughs> premature barge <laughs> before letting people exit the barge um I get really really panicked when a subway door opens luckily i don't have to do this very often but in my mind i have two seconds to get on okay so when i am like i understand the rush i get it but even as someone who's trying to get off i think about well the first thought is what if i get cut in half by the doors which is impossible (laughs) it will never (laughs) happen is it
4: impossible
3: well this has happened and we might want to look into this later somebody this on an elevator Got stuck between the doors, and then it went up to the next floor and cut them in half.
2: Are we sure that's not an old wives' tale?
3: That's why I said let's maybe discuss this further on. It's like...
2: Did you ever watch that show, Beyond Belief? Yes. There an up- I think
3: I saw it on, like, A Thousand Ways to Die or something. Oh. Maybe. Anyways, my, my fear in that situation is there's just not enough time for all of us to do this thing or the other. But I'm still respectful of people knowing that they need to exit the vehicle before I can get on it because just... I'm pretty good with spatial awareness and I know how that works. I need somewhere to stand so you need to get off.
2: I mean, I think it has to come it comes around to uh people respecting other people's time and space. Like
3: mm. it's mm-hmm. if
2: you think you're more important than somebody else that you can come on the elevator before the person can get off and now you've created this like whole traffic jam and it's going to take longer just because you think you're more important than the other person like Th- that's this is the main problem. Do
3: you think it would be wise, just like there's traffic school before you get your license, to do like people school?
4: You think they do there that in be. high school along with taxes and, the, and yeah manners? It's like, like j- shit. We'll actually use.
3: Yeah, it's like if an alien had came to How to open a credit
2: card. Anything.
3: And you had to be like, here's how people interact here. This is what you're supposed to do.
2: Unfortunately, people don't even know how people are supposed to interact yeah. here. So that's that's the main issue. I got to
4: say, I got one last thing to add with this. I've definitely been the spaced out person waiting for an elevator for a long time. And then you get really close to the door. I, have you guys been there? Where it's Whoa. Like, you're just like, <laughs> it's an empty building, right? You haven't seen a single other person. And you're just like expecting to just get right on because you've been yeah. waiting for so long and there's people on it and you're embarrassed. You're like, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you let them out first, but I can certainly see how, like I've I've honestly done it before my mistake where my instinct, the door opens and you just get on. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. The norm is that you let the people off first. Of course. But again, we're not like disparaging those Cause I've been in like a fugue state where you're kind of checked out. Mm-hmm. You're on autopilot. You yeah. just do something and you, your manners go out the window by accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're excusing those behaviors. Cause that does happen. Like, have you ever run a red light by accident? Oh, yeah. Even though you're totally fucking sober and focused, like you're just somewhere else. And, yes. you, and you have this like anomaly where you blow past a rule that mm. is sort of a societal rule. These things happen. And I think that's actually super interesting, especially with the lights, because we're so conditioned with stoplights and stuff.
3: So it's an involuntary, possibly involuntary lapse in judgment.
4: Uh, you can tell when it's not, though. I think it's a... Right. But I mean, like the times I fuck this up is when it's like a true malfunction Mm -hmm. where I'm like, whoa, I, of course I would wait, but I didn't because I was more anticipating some other thing, you know,
2: like the door opening or whatever. I'm still going to say guilty. Guilty. I'm saying
3: guilty. 100%.
2: Guilty all the way. For Uh, sure. Do we have a listener submitted on the stand? Oh, you better believe we do. Hi, I'm
0: calling with an on the stand. And I am prosecuting group texts with more than three people. I It drives me nuts. And I get it if you have, like, a core group of, like, a few friends. You know, sometimes those are okay. But, like, I'm in so many group texts that sometimes after work I have, like, 87 messages. And I just don't have the, the will to go through all of that after being at work all day. And if you're in a group text with, like, your family, my family's huge, so we're constantly, like, bitching about things, I don't know, and then we've got, like, my crazy alt-right grandpa, love him, but he's insane, just saying crazy lunatic shit, and then, like, I'll get a side text from my stepmom that's like, hey, did you see the text about dinner Wednesday? Like, no, where? Buried in... 30 messages ago, I didn't, like, shoot me a separate text. I I don't know. Drives me crazy. So guilty. And something, like, I guess for a little double on the stand, something that I think is not guilty, I'm defending, is just, like, a quick call. And I know this is going to be divisive, but I think, like, I would way rather just get a quick call letting me know something I know sometimes that turns into a lot of like long chats, but it's nice to catch up, and you always feel better after a call, even though it's a little bit anxiety-inducing, depending on who it is. Okay, so, group messages with more than three people, guilty. Um, a call, not guilty. Bye.
3: All right, so here's the problem with a group chat, is that, There's too many of them all the time, and you can't leave without people finding out that you left a group chat. So, because
2: they give you the notification if somebody leaves, and then it's like the biggest diss in the entire world.
3: Yeah. And so that's my anxiety around the whole thing is like, you just, there's no easy out. And so I just let them pile up. And even, you know, a vacation group chat, they do end after the vacation, but. You know, four months out, there's some inside joke that's going to make its way back in. And then you have this little flutter of activity in sure, it for sure. about 10, 15 minutes. This happened and then... to our
2: France group chat. Yeah. Or like our
3: summertime France group chat. It's like, ha ha, remember this? And everyone's like, yes, I do remember that. And, and then I'm it's like, 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 I don't even remember who you
2: are. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but a couple group chats keep going. Yeah.
4: And you just got to lay out who you are early on i mean i don't really contribute to any group chats period. you're not a you're not a big group chat contributor i just can barely keep up with like right. taxes and my close friends that i'm just like to, to chime in on that shit it's just not really my mental state i do
3: a lot of ha-has like uh double tap and do the ha-ha
2: yeah i do the ha-has too when i can see i love a group chat i am a contributor i love it I like I'm, I'm going through the whole day, very into the group chat, but I'm also a very I can multitask like a fucking champ. So like I can be talking to Jared about something super serious while in the group chat while doing work at the same time. And it's just like it's part of what fulfills my day. And my favorite part about a group chat, we're in like a best friends chat from our like friends in L.A. I'm in a different group chat with some other of my friends that don't live here. That's like there's 10 people, but there's always something going on. And there's always like at least 5 people kind of chatting it up in the group chat but that means i don't have to be a part of it if i don't want to right and i can chime in when i want to and i can like scroll through hundreds of texts and know that i really didn't miss anything and you know we it's you're always never kind of missing there.
4: anything you're never you missing know? anything like no
2: one's life is that exciting until like <laughs> something fucking crazy happens and then somebody's like what did i miss and it's like somebody does. But it's usually you <laughs> with the exciting thing. Well, no. Like, you, but like if something bad happens or even in the world. What
3: well, if you put something out there, though, and it doesn't get any reaction? That's a huge thing for me. Like I don't want to like...
2: And that happens sometimes. Because
3: in my band, like text, we're like going back and forth and so sometimes it gets really goofy and I'm like, ha oh, ha, what about this joke? And then it's like the next Crickets. person says something and then it's ha 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 ha.
4: And well, i like, that's fuck. <laughs> but that's the risk of group chats because sometimes <laughs> I contribute to group chats and then people are like asleep because I get up at like 6 <laughs> <laughs> me and Jack are the only and you, Jared, because yeah. of Jack. You and I and us are always up at like six forty. So well, we're like Jared sending not me- but I am.
3: I get up early. He's,
4: but we're sending memes and shit early. Yeah. yeah. Everyone then is like really active at like 10. And by then I'm already mm. in deep hype focus mode yeah. from like my meds and yeah. All my shit. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not coming up from this debacle until at least eight hours. <laughs> so I miss the entire group chattering the day, but I'm a group chatter at night in the morning. Then you yeah. come
3: back later on, and then do you go through and let people know that you're now viewing it by giving no, them a the then ha-ha's. I feel o-
4: so overwhelmed and out mm-hmm. of the loop and like not in the inside joke that right. I just. But
2: that's Bail. I don't like when people do the ha. Like uh, it's like if you're catching up to the group chat. I don't you better need contribute. Well, I just don't need your reaction like bubbles because no. it says I get a notification, but all it is is you thinking a text is funny from eight hours ago.
4: And sometimes you, I just do that out of obligation. Personally, I
2: just do it to be like
4: I'm still I here. Saw it. Yeah.
3: Are we possibly against the bubbles? Because I know yeah. what you mean. How you get I'm a notification against the bubbles. and you open To be it honest, it. the
2: bubbles are so lazy.
3: Yeah, because you open up your whole phone just to see a little ha.
2: Here is the the only way that i think the bubble has good use and it's when you're in a direct chat with somebody that's not a group chat it's just you and the other person and this is why i like group chats because it's kind of there's free flow it's there's always something happening you don't feel obligated but when you're now obligated in a chat say with somebody you don't talk to that often right something made you think of them and you're like kind of catching up and then it's awkward and you're like i really just want to leave you can heart that last message. Yeah. And they know you saw it and sending love and I am now exiting the conversation. That is the only place that I feel like those bubbles are useful. It's too bad
3: that. you can't just be like, this is Jacqueline Vanek signing off. <laughs> I'm See out. Ya. This conversation has ended. You yeah. You could
2: and you should yeah. and you will.
3: You know, I just let's normalize that.
2: I yeah. Don't, I don't need to. Well, Alexis is the type of person that she wants to like pad a text with like a I am too. A little like summary some some fluffs in the beginning and i'm the type of person that's like hey lex like when do you want to do this or this or that and you're I'm like hey jacqueline how are you are you how is your trip yeah. and she's like we'll talk in person i'm not telling you right now
4: <laughs> yeah. i'm like are you good and she's like yeah when do you want to schedule so and so i'm like are you talking about your feelings
3: <laughs> she's like my feelings are
4: numbed and Buried with the stress and pressure of a thousand fucking moons falling on this planet. And I'm like, So, what is going on with your stuff? And she's like, I don't want to talk about it right now. I want to schedule our yeah. meeting.
2: And I'm like, But can we talk then about your feelings? She's like, I guess. No, we can talk. I love talking in person, but you love it. You know, you love a catch up before it's like time to I'm get like, down to business. So, what do you do? And you're yeah. like, I have an hour. We need to do this. I'm like, Wait. So,
4: how was this weekend? Yeah, you're like, like, how was your weekend? I'm like, fine. I'm (laughs) like, do you have any gas? And she's like, yes, but not right now. I'm like, I can't live without knowing.
2: We are literally, like, it's like so funny. We're complete opposites a, in that one regard. But it's why we get along
4: because, I, but I'm also not pushy. And like, you don't no. take offense I'm to like, it. I'm like,
2: okay, you're being so coy.
4: I can't wait. <laughs> it just compounds the excitement I have. I'm like, you tease. I'll, I'll see you okay, I'll, I'll see you play in this three game. days and you'll tell me. <laughs> mm. And I'm just like so annoyed. I'm like, and can we, we schedule And the anticipation just... Yeah. Excites me for days Jack
3: is a no fluff zone no well, question. She's
4: just not gonna fluff around yeah. If I'm yeah. like
2: I'm not fluffing around
4: She doesn't fluff no around No fluffing around
2: <laughs> oh, Holy shit Straight to the point I don't fluff no around. around No and fluffing around And I'll be like Hey so what's up with us She's like I have
4: She'll be like, I have something to tell you, but not today. I'm like, you can't do that. She's like, I'm literally doing it. We have to focus. <laughs> so I'm like, why are you still by the book?
3: Yep. Why? She is. Why
2: can't you just tell me exactly what I want to know? I also, like, I'm very particular in the time that I would like to, like, have dish. personal talk and dish. Like, I don't want to do it. want to do it all the time. When we're on Zencast, we about to record an well, episode. I want to
4: compartmentalize. Yeah. You have more boundaries than I could ever dream of.
2: Like, I want to sit across from you <laughs> with, like, a glass of wine at, like, a nice restaurant, and then I want to gossip. Thursday, we're going to unload. Yeah, we're going to we goss. So,
3: group Thursday. text. Group That's text why it's so not, crazy.
4: Group text not guilty.
3: <laughs> guilty. Will you do the mallet in front of Jack? Yeah. You yeah, here oh. I come. Hold on. Hold That'll the platform.
2: Oh. oh, yeah. I yeah. hated that. All right, well, when we come back, we're diving into the Oregon Trail. (sighs) Okay, so if you are a watch person and you haven't heard of movement watches before, you are officially living under a rock because they are the freaking best. And for Valentine's Day, they're going all in on a massive sale. So you can give the most thoughtful, laughing gift a movement watch. So movement watches have this fresh modern design that's created by a team who knows what it means to go from a nine-to-five workday to five to nine good times, my favorite times, and every adventure in between. And when you gift a movement watch, they'll see it and think of you every day. So it is the gift that keeps on giving and one size fits all. So I just got my new movement watch. I got the signature square in gold, and I just love it because it feels a little bit vintage, but modern at the same time. And I'm not usually even a watch person, and I've been wearing it almost every day. So if you want to check out movement, you've got the hookup with our friends at movement. Save big on your best Valentine's they give Ever with 20% off at MVMT.com and use code FIRST. That's MVMT.com, code FIRST for 20% off. When I was growing up, I took French in high
1: school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop, or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally. First with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. visit the realreal.com and use code first at checkout for 20% off terms apply
3: true crime yeah. It's rewind time.
2: Switching gears, we're going back to the Oregon Trail. Can't wait. So first, I want to, like, what are your guys's? what's your visceral reaction when you think about the Oregon Trail? We're obviously going to the game because none of us really know about the real Oregon Trail. We know about the Oregon Trail video game that we played on our computers in the 90s.
3: Uh, It taught me how many different ways there are to die.
2: Yes. One
3: of them being dysentery, which I didn't learn the meaning of until years later.
4: The meat sweats? The meat is sweats. Is that what dysentery is? I actually, think it's like death no, that by was diarrhea. Dave, Ch- kind Dave of. Chappelle was like, I get the meat sweats. He called it the itis. But I think if you eat rotten meats,
2: I think you also get meat sweats. Mm. I actually have a definition of dysentery. Let's hear it. Well, this is, it's not the definition, but it's what came up when I was looking through like organ trail deaths. It says dysentery is a common ailment that can strike any group exposed to changes in their living habit habits, especially if accompanied by unsanitary conditions. Although seldom fatal if treated, can be very dangerous for... For the very young and elderly. Guess what they use to treat dysentery? Penicillin. Castor oil. <laughs> oh. That's what they also say for hair growth. Yeah.
4: Weird. What hmm. you think
2: is that it actually use, works for hair growth, probably not disease. It's probably like an. I think they drank it because it said it was used to treat dysentery and other bowel disorder. Maybe
3: I bowel. need dysentery. You, maybe you need dysentery? Castor oil. Maybe it'll help my constipation. You just. What? You need dysentery? I'm gonna knock on wood.
4: Okay, so no, your no. question about where does Oregon Trail sort of ignite our experiences, Yeah, it's not what you asked, but I'm going to give you the answer I, I want. <laughs> um, I remember the Oregon Trail being my introduction to the idea of Manifest Destiny, where it's like everyone on the East Coast, the founders in New England and et cetera and Virginia and Baltimore, where all the founding fathers were, they're like, we got to get over there to California. And the people who sort of spearheaded this Oregon trail route really changed the United States. Yeah. But at a huge cost, you know, there was a lot of death, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, The people who lived on the land and owned the land obviously didn't want infiltrators coming and they fought against. There were diseases we'd never seen and conditions we never expected, right? Like meat, spoiling, no food, harsh winters, But I just remember being on Long Island in my little classroom, playing from my little, like, all I knew was the Oregon Trail video game, which I think we all played. We're all in the age group for that.
2: I mean, it was iconic. And it was
4: like, I remember distinctly a graphic where guys like, there's a cart and a rotten meat and he's got a a cloth over his nose because there's a rotting meat over over here. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, rotten meat! Like that's dysentery." I just remember the graphics and being like, "Oh, these people really can't even be near their rotten
2: meat. They've right. got to cover their nose or they'll die. Yes. Can't go near that rotten meat. <laughs> it's sick.
3: You gotta get that rotten meat out of here." Seriously. I
2: think like my most fond memory is when you would go shoot all of the oxen. I think see was. that was the
3: best. That was like the because bonus your oxen round. are taking too
4: much grain or
3: something.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, no, when you're like going out into the, you're trying to get your meat. No,
3: you're hunting. You're for, hunting for the ox- your meat, or I don't
2: know if it was oxen, but it was
3: whatever they're hunting. Um I mean, there were so many different... Wasn't there, like, a... Sometimes you'd be faced with a decision of whether or not you should try to cross, like, a... a, Yeah, the river. A river, and it's, like, literally everything can kill you. And I remember... Are there eels in the river? Ooh, I don't... uh, Hella
4: eels. Really? Leeches?
3: Yeah, leeches.
4: Eels. Did you see any leeches?
3: No, I never encountered a leech. So
4: you're lying. No. (laughs) Okay. Wait,
3: now, now I'm confused. He's getting, ga-
2: he's getting gaslit. Um, okay. So you're lying.
3: I, I rest my case.
2: Um, so I found a complete list of the ways that you could die in the Oregon Trail. And then I kind of want to go through us and if we were really on the Oregon Trail and like maybe what our strengths and we- weaknesses would be and I how like we this. would probably die. So I cannot wait for this. First, based on the text present on the disk images of the Apple II version, This is what some guy on Reddit believed the complete list of ways to die on the organ trail was. Love this. Fever, dysentery, measles, cholera, typhoid, exhaustion, a snake bite, a broken leg, a broken arm, or drowning. I'm going to pick what I probably would like to have gone by because I did research. You want to die from this. And I feel like this is going to be the um, easiest death. The easiest death. death, And it was the most prevalent death, and that was cholera. So. You want cholera? I'm going to tell you
3: why. Oh, <laughs> all right. So,
2: I mean, disease was like a huge thing, obviously. They're living in these like disgusting conditions. They have all yeah. the spoiled meat, like, whatever. And they have
4: nowhere to go. Nowhere it's to go. Like they're, li- they're camping long term.
2: Yeah. And in the middle of the winter. With no
4: supply. They can't re up their supplies. They have nothing.
2: So, it said that um, 6 to 10% of all emigrants on the trail succumbed to some form of illness, which I thought would be more, but whatever. So, cholera resulted in more illness and death than all the other like diseases that. That were there and it results from a waterborne bacteria that thrives in polluted stagnant water. What? Polluted. It says, this is why. It progresses rapidly and attacks the intestinal lining, producing severe diarrhea, vomiting, abdominal, abdominal pain and cramps and the effects were so severe and rapid that victims often died within 12 hours of the first symptoms and when I was researching this, it said that you could get cholera cholera at breakfast and be dead by lunch. Whoa. Like That's how fast it could knock somebody out. So I'm thinking like, you know, as like a quick way to if you're
3: gonna have to if you're gonna have to lose the game,
2: then I feel like Colorado might have yeah, been I one I of the best. I don't want like a
4: long drawn out situation. Oh, okay. I, I don't want. Oh, okay. no, no. That's oh. what I'm saying. I don't want a long drawn
3: out. <laughs> I want to like, ride this <laughs> out. You're like
4: Alexis. Are you serious? <laughs> I want to break like, my okay. leg. No, and the No, I left do not, not want a long drawn out situation, which it- will lend me. You tell what's you want to die of, Jared. Okay, so the one
3: <laughs> the one that I am absolutely certain would have gotten me would have been dysentery because you love meat. I'll see an expiration date on food, yeah. and I'll just fucking leapfrog right over. Yeah, he like, loves to not. I'll do a smell, to... and then if it smells edible, I'll do a taste, and then if I and then I'll look around and I'll be like, "Am I still here?" <laughs> and then I'll put it on my food. Um, sure. I love meat. Uh, big fan of meat. will eat a whole
4: chicken <clears throat> with his hands.
3: I just fun you know i i could see that being the thing that really
4: that could take you out yeah
3: just yeah
4: what about you lex well since none of you want to stick around to hang out i'm gonna go with snake bite because i'm gonna chase you right into the dark i don't want (laughs) to be by myself on the oregon trail if you're dead from where's the fun you know truly and it's like a snake bite like Imagine the attention I'll get. Yeah. While everyone, <laughs> oh my god, oh, get the anti venom. I'll be like, help, help, take care of my children. And then they'll be like, oh my god. What
2: a tragedy
3: I I'm a snake
4: are-
2: <laughs> And then it'll be like Should we take her with us Or leave her behind And then it'll be no,
4: like dude, Everybody no, has to no. leave me I'll martyr myself <laughs> oh, And my I God. will just be The patron saint of snakes
3: uh, I'll, The attention I will receive <laughs> <laughs> well, be, I should have picked that I'll be That's fond genius. over
4: In my last hours Not that I need that In my true life But yeah. I think on the brink of death I might get more dramatic yeah. Like I'm
2: ready to like Be like Come <laughs> Come help me In my final moments Wow Yeah that's I impressive. feel like probably one of the worst ways to go would be like a broken arm or leg. Yeah,
3: because then you probably end up, at some point you'd have to get left behind maybe. They're definitely leaving, leaving you behind. Down. It's
2: going to be something that like, they're, it ends up having like a, gets infected and has a bacteria and then you like slowly perish. Dude, to have a broken arm is so painful and miserable. full.
4: Like, I mean, having any sprained or broken bone is fucking awful. No. And if you were in the, no.
2: Um, so other than disease, accidents were like a big a big death causer. Oh no. Um, the most frequent. Can you guess what the most frequent accident that caused a death was? A
3: wagon wheel like collapsing. Because did you see my dock? I'm having it a guess. Like These,
2: you did see it.
3: I did not see your dock. I'm thinking about it logistically.
2: Being run over by a wagon wheel was the most frequent cause of injury or death.
3: Okay. I was gonna say a wagon wheel because they're made of wood. Yeah. I was gonna say a wagon wheel because the terrain was garbage. Yeah. Collapsing and then the the wagon like you know
2: oh. imploding basically. Well, I think the train was so bad that people would fall off the wagon and then the wagon would just run them over. Because
3: you, I mean, they're being pulled by horses. So yeah. It's also, like probably
2: it's the person driving the wagon had dysentery. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's just fucking. They had worms hit. in everyone's their Everyone's malnutrition yes. and ba- to be honest, like. the to to not like fuck around like the conditions were obscene and yeah. the Look, fact that anyone made it is incredible it's insane so the accidents are not surprising because people aren't on their best game when they're trudging through the fucking wilderness with no water
2: or survival yeah. techniques or food like literal nightmare
4: yeah it's like of course mistakes happen where someone's like delirious and stumbles in front of the wheel and gets run over yeah they
2: have like a fever of like 105 degrees and they're just like where am i (laughs) i'm back in england (laughs) i wish i'm I'm
4: all these people are like why
2: the fuck coulda shoulda woulda just been in london chilling uh okay so the (laughs) second um biggest accident that would kill people were firearms um being discharged accidentally
3: so nothing's really changed there.
2: Yeah. Accidental. Well, I bet you guns that there, they had no safety. They were just like
4: muskets. And they like just like probably went off randomly. Yeah.
3: yeah and they're loaded because they or take like an the hour to load. The triggers were and sensitive. Like, yeah. Their
4: guns were making at home. Like, they're just super trigger sensitive, trigger sensitive duck yeah. guns. And then the last thing was stampeding livestock. Ooh. Well, they've got to stand up for themselves, so that doesn't surprise me. They should have
2: had more stampedes in the Oregon Trail game. Like There should be a threat even, coming I back to you. I bet you they were underfed and underwatered, and I bet you they were pissed. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, the last thing is other causes of injury or death included uh, lightning, hailstorms, grass lightning? fires. I think these are like very small percentages. Yeah, yeah, but That's they happened. Uh, grass fires, gunpowder explosions, snake bite, and suicide. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Um, my last question, I I guess, to like put a ribbon on this is what, uh, is the order of death that the three of us would go in? Who would die first? And also I do want to cap this. What do you think our strengths and weaknesses would be on the order? I honestly think I would make it a while. I do too.
4: I'm really fucking scrappy and...
3: You're scrappy. Slytherin. Jack is surprisingly scrappy, too. She's Jack a tough and I, cookie.
4: But you might go first, Jared. I hate to say it. You think
3: I'm going first? I think so. Probably protecting both of you. I'm telling
2: you, Jack is the most suspiciously athletic person I've ever met. But this is where the Oregon Trail would get me. Um, I do not bode well in temperatures slightly too hot or slightly too cold. I think you underestimate your ability, though. But like because you are so
4: agile, you're, you're really scrappy, sort of non-reactive person in a good way where I, I really do think you would do well. So we're thinking Jared's dying first. I think Jared's Fuck out first. This. I have no, you're have di- no, wit. but you're dying from an accident. I would accident. just be really hard. An accident? Jared's dying from an Dude, accident. But I'm such a fucking stubborn bitch. Like, it would be really oh, hard to kill me. You're a cockroach. I would like crawl. Yeah. You're a with cockroach. No legs yeah.
2: to be like, told you, told you I'd win. But like, truly, you would survive out of spite. I mean,
4: my torso gone crawling through the desert to be like told you i'd win
2: jared as jared's dying and i'd crawl past his dead body you would would be the cannibal you would eat his juicy thigh i might succumb to the elements i went to david
4: and buster's with this woman and she's just like throwing basketballs in a hoop and I'm like how are you just good at this?
3: Here's here's the thing. She's so ambitiously agile. You on your you by yourself would go further than either of us by ourselves.
4: Well, cuz my but, my um my will.
3: Your will <laughs> and your resilience.
4: Well, and you know, but, I want to prove my parents wrong. <laughs>
3: There you go. She's just driven, d- driven purely by, by vengeance. It
4: works. <laughs> yeah, I don't have enough vengeance. If you never want to find the drive to do anything. Just look at your parents.
3: Oh, dude. I don't have enough vengeance in me. Ugh. Well, see, it's the reason that. No. Like, I feel like I have the brains. So I feel like I have all of that stuff, the wit. Like, I could. The problem is my application. Mm. Like, I feel like I'm bad at applying. Whereas, I feel like Jack is not that. You're the She's opposite. She's very pragmatic. But you're. Pragmatic, yeah, she can like yes. Your applied like wisdom would take you, I think, further than my just like
2: no. You know what I mean? Like I I feel like I could see you getting like some sort of road rage or like some sort of like making a mistake thing would piss you off, and then you would do this thing because you're in a bad mood, and then you would kill yourself accidentally. (laughs) To be honest,
4: if there were forty people and three of us were in there, we would make it in the top ten. Oh, I think, absolutely. I think the three of us would.
3: If it was a group effort, I think the three if of us might If it was just
4: random win. people throughout the city, I feel like we would make absolutely. it. That's all. I like, feel optimistic. But we all have our different little strengths. If the three of us were left holy fuck, I'm running away from you two because yeah. I know who's the odd woman out if yeah. one person has to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
2: like, we
4: don't have to go there. That's very Lord of the Flies thinking, although
2: yeah. that does excite me. Alexis really. will win at the end of everybody just yep. because you'll be like crawling out of hell. I'll like, take a
3: loophole. With, with just your torso. She'll That's scream, right. She'll scream, I, I did it into the abyss. Into the into it. the
4: Even though all my loved ones are dead. <laughs> <laughs> and there's
2: no reason to be alive. Yep. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All uh, right. Well, this is a great. One of my favorites. <laughs> great. This is a good killing time. Um, You know, we would be bad people if we had to be to survive in the Oregon Trail. And we're going to hear some terrible things that you people have done next. Next. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey,
1: the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.
5: If your child is struggling in school, then iXL is right for your family iXL is an online learning program for kids that covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. Backed by research, kids using iXL are scoring higher on tests. It's no wonder it's used in 95% of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Plus, a month of iXL costs less than an hour of tutoring. Get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when you sign up today at ixl.com/slash/20. Visit ixl.com/slash/20 to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This is a story of me sneaking into a boy from church's home to, you know, have sexual relations. So I grew up with this guy and so I go to his house super early in the morning. It's like three o'clock in the morning or so and sneak in, you know, we do things, and then I leave to go home to get ready for church for the next morning, and, you know, like I said, we all go to church together, so we go to church, and I see him, at, like, I don't know him or anything like that, just, you know, the usual, just, you know, hey, give him, like, the cold shoulder, like, we didn't just, like, have, like, you know, this great night (laughs) and i like rock his world whatever and so the bad thing is like his dad was the youth pastor for um you know our group and he was talking about fornication of course what you know of course he was So, you know, in the middle of him talking, like, I'm getting all nervous. Like, everybody around me can tell that something happened between us, which they possibly could not. We were not sitting nowhere near each other, talking to each other, anything. And I just, like, agree with the dad. Like, yes, fornication is wrong. Um, People should know that they, it's okay to wait. There's no reason for you to have to, you know, have sex before marriage, all this stuff, all this stuff like all these things didn't just happen under his roof that was not holy um i was like oh my gosh i'm going to hell because like god clearly knows what we just did
4: i love you you are perfect and you're cham- you're, you're truly changing the vocabulary i use in my day-to-day life because no longer will sex be sex sex is now fornication yes and um That's just the way it's going to be now. Because you moved me to such a degree that (laughs) I'm going to change my diction. That being said, though, um, no one should feel bad about when they do it. I mean, it's going to happen.
2: I mean, I feel like we've gotten so many stories about... You know, wild, young, check. sex, and places of worship, and adjacent, and stuff like that, and you know, that's just like a rite of passage. I feel like back, and you know what, you should never feel bad about anything you do, especially while you're figuring out who you are.
3: Don't feel pressured by the um... fornicators. Yeah, don't. Well, don't. <laughs> you know, you're figuring yourself out. That's part of being young. And I feel like, as someone who grew up in and out of the church, it's like church. <clears throat> you, kinda... you went
4: to church. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, you were joking.
4: I bet you had a good time. Yeah. And I hope you lived. And listen, fornicating can lead to all sorts of nonsense, like foolishness with idiots who don't deserve to be fornicated mm. with. But yes. I will say, sometimes the the stakes get a little higher. But I do think in your situation, especially given the religious uh, environment you were in, it's scary to kind of experiment in that way. Yeah. But we all get there. Yep.
3: And, and lucky for you, you weren't struck by a lightning bolt. Yes. And you're we should feel tell us about bad it.
4: about it. You know?
2: Amen. Amen. Fornication for everyone. Amen. All right. Well, the last thing that we have to uh, send us off into the night is a stanza. And I feel like Alexis wants to do freestyle. So we are going to do a freestyle <laughs> constanza
4: stanza. And I have a perfect opening rhyming couplet. You always okay. get
3: the... All right.
4: Well, well, she gets it easy because she you, starts it. Yeah. All right, go. My name is George Costanza. Let's have a bonanza. His, my naked body's draped in organza. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys can do
2: a whole new rhyming couplet now. That's not uh, no. Uh, we, you have to at least have
3: Jerry four. Jerry dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> your your move.
2: Um. Why the hell did he eat those berries? Oh, <laughs> oh
3: wow, your turn.
4: He stepped in a trap. He was ensnared.
3: Wow. George without a shirt. <laughs> Dingle berries. Quite, quite hairy.
2: Yeah. Where the fuck did he meet that guy, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> My name's Kramer. Oh, we're it's ch- a
4: non-disclaimer. <laughs> I'm here to be the biggest blamer at Jared.
3: (laughs) Oh, oh,
2: are you gonna end it?
4: Who's very arid, dry in ruining this poem, which should be sacred. Didn't really work, but we're going for it.
3: Are we ending on sacred?
2: Are we done? (laughs) Yep. He ended it in a way where it's like it didn't flow anymore. We're like
3: three Edgar I feel like Allen we did. pose.
2: Honestly, that was hard. It was, because you started it off. Is that bonanza. right? I like
3: to pivot into Kramer.
2: Nothing <laughs> rhymes with
3: the <laughs> She always does this though. She She'll always go, goes Kramer, blame her.
2: No, she, like when when it like doesn't when you're at like kind of like a standstill, you always go, My name
3: is George. You hit us with bonanza. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with bonanza. Exactly. and <laughs> It's called like a stanza stanza and nothing rhymes with it. And you're giving me a dime. Like,
4: uh,
2: it's like orange.
3: <laughs> yeah. Although Eminem did rhyme orange. Porridge. I think so. Mm-hmm. Orange. Orange. Something like that.
2: Orange. Anyways. All right. Goodbye.
4: Bye. <gasps>